He's a stubborn New Hampshire masshole, giving hard-hitting opinions on Boston sports that nobody else has the courage to do. He has philosophical thoughts that will keep you up at night, and he hates generic business jargon. Wake up in the morning with your mother's favorite podcaster, Roddy B. That is one of the funniest bits of audio I've ever heard. It's a never going to give you up voice crack that I found on YouTube. Hilarious. Definitely recommend listening to the rest of it. Um, <clears throat> anyways, let's party. Welcome to the Wally Media Podcast. I'm your host, Roddy B. And we, today, are going to be talking about something that I worked on recently for my brother. Now, to give you a little bit of backstory, my brother works at a bank, and he's done a really good job there. He lived in Utah for a few years, and he has just been presented a promotion to move to Colorado. And all of us in the family were totally for it because why wouldn't you take that, right? You got this opportunity to move from a spare state to an awesome state, Utah to Colorado. You put your... You go all in on that every single time, 10 out of 10 times. And I would do the same exact thing. So eventually he did pull the trigger after I think a couple interviews and now he's moving to Colorado and he moved uh, or he got his new address to Littleton, Colorado. Now, when I went on vacation to Colorado, I did notice that Littleton was a city that came up a lot on things to do. <clears throat> so I looked up. The 10 best things about living in Littleton, Colorado. Just to give some fun facts. All right. This is on theedgegroup.net. Number one, enjoyable eats around Littleton. Let's see. We got Harley's Hot Dog Revolution, who has the holy guacamole dog. It's a chorizo hot dog topped off with homemade guacamole lettuce, and bits of tortilla chips. That sounds pretty good, right? Toast is a cozy spot with exceptional breakfast worthy of royalty. The deliciousness is embodied in items like the smoked salmon benedict, banana walnut french toast, and honey fried chicken and pancakes. Now that sounds yummy. Number two, Littleton Breweries bring on the beer. Looks like they got a few breweries down there. I don't know if I'd ever visit one, but if that's something you like, then go see a brewery in Littleton. Number three, biking and walking in Littleton. Colorado is known for its connection with nature and the trails making their way through Littleton. 
provide a bit of the outdoors in the city, or they can transport you to close in other local cities and countrysides. High Line Canal Biking Trail connects Littleton to areas to the northeast as far as Aurora. The trail stretching through the Littleton area draws bikers, hikers, and horse riders. Breathtakingly beautiful on some stretches, it's an excellent ramble whether you're just ambling along on foot or pushing your limits on your bike. Now that sounds like fun. You got no trails here in Texas. You just have Lake Grapevine and Lake Louisville. <laughs> so, oh, the scenery in Colorado is so beautiful. I would love, love, love to go on more bike rides and hiking trips if I were to live there. Number four, making your way with ease on Littleton's light rail. It seems like it's some sort of uh, train type deal, kind of like the dart. It's a 45 minute ride to Denver. Number five, your mountain retreat is only a drive away. Colorado is known for its mountainous terrain. Littleton has beautiful panoramic views of the Rocky Mountains to the west. Ugh. High altitude vacation escapes are nestled throughout the mountains to the east. Sorry, west. I have dyslexia. Whether they're staying in warm cabins among the trees or in the ski lodge accommodations alongside the ski slopes... The mountains are the second home of many Colorado residents. Littleton residents refresh themselves in the mountains. Very cool. <clears throat> Number six, and the most important one that is on here, a climate with perfect summers and perfect winters. With high average 80s, ugh, with high average highs, with average highs in the 80s in the summer and comfortable temperatures in the spring and fall, Littleton's climate is perfect for outdoor enjoyment in the city or the mountains. In summer residents, oh, there meant to be a comma there. In summer, residents hit the streets and lounge in outdoor seating at local restaurants and breweries. Wintertime makes it great for sledding and fun in the snow in, in the Littleton area. Littleton is just a short drive to some the best skiing on the planet. Places like Breckenridge, Vail, Winter Park, been to Breckenridge, awesome place. Definitely go skiing there. And many more. Every season has something to offer in the High Rockies. Now that is a score. Highs in the 80s in the summer, are you kidding me? People in Texas just walk around with their wieners in their hands acting like they enjoy summer when it's 105 outside. Shut up, you don't, you're not that tough. We all enjoy Colorado weather. We all do. Nobody, if you enjoy the hot weather, I hate you. I just want you to know that. I've always been a cold weather guy my whole life. I think it's more enjoyable. I think uh, the heat is something that you can't really escape. Yes, you're, you're air conditioned, but when you're outside, even when you take your clothes off, you still can't really escape the heat. You're still going to sweat your balls off. But when it's cold outside, you can wear layers you can wear you know a sweater a heavy jacket depending on the weather you got your beanie to cover up your ears you can wear masks now to cover up your nose uh gloves are great in the summer in the winter to keep you cool or to keep you warm i just think there's a lot more benefits to the winter time and i think that people just complain too much about uh, cold weather and summer is not all that you think it is yeah sure you're going to go to the pool three times in that three month span. But other than that, it's, it's a nightmare, especially like going to 
any event. Like imagine sitting at the old Texas Ranger Stadium with just ridiculously hot weather and the sun's just beaming down on you. It's just a miserable experience. Cold weather is the way to go. Number seven, concerts bring in the tunes at Hudson Gardens. Looks like they got some concerts. Uh, Littleton's parks provide abundant greenery. Obviously, tons of trees and all that good stuff. Uh, city party events in downtown and then old time charm in historic downtown area. That's very cool. I love an old timey feel to a city. Looks like Littleton's been around since about 1860. So it is an old city. But I'm not here to tell you about the fun facts of Littleton. I just wanted to learn a little bit more about myself and maybe help out my brother when he does go there. This is what I really wanted to do for him. So as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of radio. I absolutely love it. I love podcasts as well, but there's just something special about radio. It's just the fact that you are streaming live to tons of different peoples and ton people in tons of different settings. Um, you're storytelling to friends. You're having a conversation with friends. And it's just, it's just a fun time. And I think that audio, there's something very special about the aspect of audio in media. And I think it's a very underrated medium in the media world. I think we all are too fixated on 720p or 1080p or 4K TVs. And we're worried about, you know, the quality of the picture when really the, the audio is, is half the battle. You need to have quality audio, first of all, like this new microphone that I bought, the Samson Q2U, and you need to have interesting people behind those those microphones that are talking and, and making the audio happen. So I listen to a lot of different radio stations and podcasts. Um, I like to try out different ones around the country. I'm not just a ticket listener here. Um, obviously, I have listened to Dallas radio. I listen to Boston radio as well. I have tried out Philadelphia, I've tried out New York, and I've also checked out Chicago before. So I like to get different perspectives on just how radio stations run their shows, basically. Um, and obviously, the ticket is the upper echelon. We are very spoiled here in Dallas that we get to listen to them because I do think that they run their radio station the right way. So basically, what I do is I listen to these other radio stations and I compare them to the ticket and I'm like can these guys even hold the candle up to the ticket and some absolutely can't uh one namely is uh 105 through the fan in Dallas I don't know why anybody in Dallas even considers listening to that station because it's just absolutely terrible and there are two types of people in Dallas there's p1s and then there's people who listen to the fan um half of the people are my friends and half the people are extremely boring and have no sense of humor whatsoever because they just want to beat you down with, with sports talk, sports talk, sports talk, blah, 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 repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. It's just, it's just boring. It's just not how radio should work. So here's what I did for Connor. Here's what I'm getting at. I wanted to go on a scavenger hunt, and I'm calling it the Great Denver Sports Radio Scavenger Hunt, where I would find the best radio station for Connor to listen to when he moves to Colorado. And I came across, during my research, three different radio stations that he could potentially listen to. One of them 
is 98.5 Mile High Sports. <clears throat> now, this is a radio station. They have a ton of shows during the day. I don't even think they have a show that's over two hours. Even their morning show and their afternoon drive show are two-hour shows. They just have a ton of one-hour time slots in between. So I found that a little weird, but also it's it's kind of fresh. I mean, you get to listen to different things if you don't like one of the shows. Um, it's definitely for the common man. They don't have any, uh, you know, athletes talking or any superstar names that are kind of doing their sports talk and stuff. So it's just kind of for the, the common sports fan, just the the person who happens to live in Denver, maybe their whole life, and they just enjoy Denver sports, so they just listen to them. But the problem with this station is they do too many interviews. And to be honest, I'm not a big fan of radio interviews. I think that they are just a time waster, and they're a time killer, and they're simply just a filler for some of these segments when when people don't have you know other things to talk about or they just can't think of anything. Or they're just lazy. <laughs> so they do a ton of interviews and they they advertise them a lot on their website, which I'm not a huge fan of. I like to listen to the radio hosts themselves rather than people coming onto the show. So that was one red flag that I found. Um, their afternoon drive show is actually pretty good. So I honestly think that I would recommend that show on 98.5. Um, I believe it's Goodman and Mason. They have a pretty decent uh, talk show from four to six. Another radio station that I found, and this one was a was a big red flag for me, is it's 104.3 The Fan. It seems like every city in the country, every big city in the country has a The Fan radio station, like Dallas, and a lot of them are very spare, to be honest. Um, this one is the most listened to station in Colorado, and the reason for that is because they have, on all their shows, they have four shows. It's, let me pull it up here. Bear with me. They'll have one radio legend, if you will, and then they'll have one athlete. And in their shows, <clears throat> it'll be like the one hour covering all of the, uh, they're all three hour shows. They'll have one hour covering everything that happened, just kind of catching up, doing their intros, whatever. And then the next two hours of each show are kind of just repeating themselves of what they just said in the first hour. So it gets kind of repetitive and kind of boring, and they definitely just hammer you down with sports talk, sports talk, you know? So I, I didn't really find enjoyment in that. But here was my big issue with this show, and one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this podcast. I'll go through their lineup. Their, their morning lineup is oh, Mike Evans and Mark Schlereth. Mike Evans, not the Tampa Bay receiver. Uh, Mark Schlereth, you guys may know him. He's on ESPN a lot. He is was a three-time Super Bowl champion as a Broncos offensive lineman. So he's he's been in Denver for a very long time, played 12 years in the NFL. Um, and he's been on the radio for many years. That show is is decent. I think that Schlereth is actually pretty interesting as an athlete. Um, their 9 to noon show is Orlando and Sandy. Now, it's, uh, it's Sandy, 
who is a radio legend, if you will, air quotes, and then Orlando Brown, who was also a lineman for the for the Denver Broncos, who retired just recently. And then their next show is Brandon Stokely. You may remember him, uh, who was two-time NFL champion with the Ravens and the Colts and spent two stints with the Denver Broncos. And then also Zach Ball, I believe, is the the second radio host there. And honestly, I'm looking at the podcast description of this show. It doesn't even recommend Zach. It just says, it says, kick off your afternoon with two-time Super Bowl champion Brandon Stokely. Stokely earned his two NFL titles with the Baltimore Ravens and Indianapolis Colts and spent two stints with the Denver Broncos. Okay. And then their afternoon drive show is Darren DMac McKee. And Tyler Columbus, who won Super Bowl 50 with the Denver Broncos. So a lot of Broncos, four Broncos on this show. And that's the issue that I have with this is the reason why this show gets so many views is because of the NFL names that they have on their station. You got Mark Schlereth, Brandon Stokely, Orlando Brown, and Tyler Columbus, all very well-known athletes in the Denver area. But I don't think any of them are very good radio hosts. I, I think Mark Schlereth is pretty good, but the other three are pretty spare. And that's the issue I have with this, is I could see, you know, Brandon Stokely retiring from football and he's talking to his agent like, hey, what am I, what am I going to do when I retire? Hmm, 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 just twiddling around his thumbs, drinking in a thousand bottle a thousand dollar bottle of whiskey um i don't know i don't know agent brad brah why don't why don't i just go into radio like why don't i just you know and he's like yeah that's that's a pretty good idea it's a pretty good idea bro yeah let me let me make a call and i'll uh i'll get you a show week later hey you want the uh the uh midday drive show do you want the the noon to three show he's like yeah i guess i'll do it he's like this guy hasn't been working towards radio his entire life like some people do. Like, he didn't go to um, school for broadcast journalism degree. He doesn't really care about radio, to be honest. Like, even listening to the show, I didn't really think they even cared. He's just kind of there to, to catch a paycheck and to talk about sports. I, I have a big issue with this because let's t- go back to the ticket. The ticket is great because all of their hosts grew up wanting to be in radio. And almost all of them have a degree in some form of media. And so this this is their passion, this is what they actually want to do with their lives. But no, we get we get to listen to a former athlete just patchwork together some sports takes and just live off of his name and what he did while he was playing sports rather than giving the job to a a kid who really wants to make good radio and contribute to their community by making their community laugh and, you know, talking about news and music and then touching up on sports a little bit. I think that that's a huge problem in the radio industry. And I think that's, that's a lot of the reason why, um, the, the industry is, I wouldn't say dying, but it's, it's just so saturated with these big names, you know? Like we give a lot of uh, jobs to former athletes, such as doing play-by-play 
on NBA, you know, games, guys like Grant Hill and Chris Webber and Reggie Miller, who are all just awful. They're terrible, but they're with these, these, uh, play-by-play guys who are fantastic. And did, did I say that they were play-by-play? I meant to say their color commentary. The, uh, those three names I just gave off, their color commentary. Um, but the play-by-play guys are fantastic. So there's always this weird chemistry between the two. And that's exactly how I felt about this uh, 104.3 The Fan. It's just kind of like, it's kind of like a forced relationship, you know, like doing this radio show. It's not a couple of guys who were in a ton of classes together in college in their broadcast journalism degree. And then they eventually go on to get their own show like Dunham and Miller. And they've had their amazing morning show on the ticket for 27 years now. And no one will ever touch them in ratings just because their chemistry is so perfect and it. They're just, they're so interesting. And another problem with this station is they take a lot of calls and they shouldn't taking phone calls is not good radio. There are a few exceptions, uh, like Larry King's show. He's re- he does a really good job of taking taking calls. Rest in peace, Larry. Um, one show I used to listen to with my dad all the time was NPR's Car Talk. It was a uh, click and clack. They would have callers call in about problems they're having with their car, and then they would have their their funny Boston humor. And they used to be mechanics, and they would just try to give the the car owner advice over the phone on their on their car, on their show. And it was really funny. And the callers are actually very interesting. And they came in with some good stories. I listened to one earlier today and it, and it was a great show, but phone calls are just, they're not good radio. People come in with just bad topics and just no direction towards their phone call. They don't really add value to the show. Uh, Boston's radio station, WEI does a really bad job of this. They take too many damn calls and their callers I, I love Boston people and I think they're fantastic. They're awesome. Um, but some of them are idiots when it comes to making calls into a radio show. And I think that's something that the ticket noticed early on is that these people add no value to the show. Why don't we just come up with our own fun radio segments and our show would become a lot better. That's that's just an issue I have. I think there should be less interviews. I think there should be less uh, phone calls. I think there needs to be more content creation rather than just reacting to a phone call. That's one problem I had with my first job, is I was a I was working in a call center in a, at a financial brokerage firm or whatever, just generic words, and I would react to what the customer would come to me with rather than acting and creating. And then, and that's one of the reasons why I left is because I didn't feel like I was, I was being fulfilled in any way. You know, I was, I was simply just reacting to someone else's problem rather than creating my own content and maybe brightening someone else's day. And that's why I created this podcast and that's why I'm going to stick to it because I, if I can just, you know, reach out to one kid and, say that I made their day, then that would make me the happiest man in the world. So that's why I create my own content here. Now let's, let's move on. Actually, the radio station of choice that I would like to highlight in Denver and the one that I will declare the winner is 92.5 altitude sports radio. I love their morning show. It is awesome. I subscribe to them on Apple Podcasts. 
It is Mosier, Lombardi, and Kane, home of drunk takes. Now, these guys are also very much so for the common man. They have a lot of fun. They do some non-sports talk. I'd say it's uh, 85 to 15% split on sports to non-sports talk. So not as much as the ticket, but um, they definitely do keep it fresh. Let's see. They do. They have great interview questions. Like I said, I don't like a lot of interviews, but I think one to two interviews per show is okay, and not just filling up your whole lineup with with interviews just so you can pass the time. But they they have the Avalanche hockey coach on sometimes, and Brent Kane, who you'll hear in this audio bit I'm about to play, he has a fantastic voice and he asks phenomenal questions. Now I'm not going to play audio of him asking a question, but he knows his stuff and he asks great questions to the avalanche coach. Um, what I'm going to play for you is a little bit of audio. Every Friday they do a small segment called drunk takes and they'll explain to you what happens, but basically they slow down the speed of some conversations they had during the week and they laugh about it. So I'll play a couple minutes of this. Let's listen to it right now. Okay, our favorite part. Call me that. Of the show, Drunk Turks. You've waited all week. And now. You gotta give us a good milking real quick. This is Drunk Takes, presented by Dave Co. Beer, Wine, and Spirits, the world's largest liquor store. Shout out, Dave Co. Um, Drunk Takes. It's our favorite part of the week. These are clips from throughout That's the Brett week. Kane. We slow them down to half speed. It makes it sound like we're hammered. Marty, what's first? He's got a beard that's the color of yours. I, I noticed the color. Why don't the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> okay. That's not... I'm sorry, I didn't... I was crazy. It was a legit question. It's not... I'm not... I'm not... I, I just... Because I don't know the answer. Did you not know the reference? No. <laughs> Do you know Moshe, the reference now, Mosher? Mosher, you were in rare form this you week. You were, and man. Just when I think you've reached that that nadir, that point of no return, you dig deeper and deep. I mean, you're... You've, digged to, you've dug to the other side of the earth. Now. I don't think it's to the other side. I think he just, he's di and then he just turns and he looks at the side of his hole, and then he yeah. just digs that way now. Yeah, you're right. Just keeps going in different directions. What's next? Yes, sir, yes, ma'am, this you already know. That's three green lines. One, two, three in a row. You know, good thing the rubber. Already on the road. Driver, start your engines. Oh, McConaughey. Dude, I love me some McConaughey, man. I love the dude. Driver, start all right, all right, all right. What race was that? Uh, the NASCAR race in Austin. Oh. Uh, what's next, Marty? See, they have a little bit of fun, right? They're doing some fun things. They're doing bits. That's what radio is all about. It's all about having fun. It's not about just hammering sports talk into your listeners' ear holes. So yeah, that's that's the morning show. So I, th I think my final recommendation for Denver, Colorado on the great Denver sports radio scavenger hunt is to check out Mosier, Lombardi, and Kane on 92.5 in the mornings 
and then hop over to 98.5 Mile High Sports to listen to their afternoon drive show. And honestly, sometimes when I'm done with the Musers show on during the weekdays, whenever their show's over, I'll switch over and listen to some uh, Mosier Lombardi and Kane to catch up a little bit on Denver Sports Radio. So if I listen to it, that means you know it's good, right? Anyway, so that's probably going to do it here. I wanted, This is an interesting topic that I wanted to talk about. I really wanted to talk about what, uh, what I think makes a good radio show. And I believe the perfect formula for a, a successful radio show is uh, little to no calls, unless it is part of the segment, plus one to two interviews per show, depending on how long the show is, plus having fun. And knowing that uh, you only live one life and it is fun, it is uh, important to have fun while you are on this earth. Plus, less sports. If I owned a radio station and had my own show, I would, uh, I would probably keep it about a 60-40 split on sports to non-sports talk. Because I do think it really keeps it fresh. And you can reach more than just 30 to 40 year old men in your area. I think you could reach a ton of women and a ton ton of younger people and maybe some older people as well if that's what they're into. I think that that is the formula for a good radio station. But that's going to do it for this Wally Media show. I hope everybody's been been enjoying the mashups. I'm really excited about the Bruins chances this off or this postseason run. I'm not going to say too much cuz I don't want to jinx it, but I'm going to do another mashup tonight, maybe. I'm going to a wedding, so we'll see about that. I, at least they get some free food. But there may or may not be a mashup tonight, but I will be uh, checking in on that game and tweeting out. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Wally Media. Subscribe on iTunes and follow me on Spotify. Have a good week.